Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. I like turtles. I mean, everybody's like 2019, save the turtles, save the turtles, but like, all of us? What? 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 It's time for another splendid episode of the Working Class Bowhunter Podcast. We are right here at 30 Rackway. Beautiful, lovely, fantastic New Windsor. Oh, man, kind of sounds just like uh, Sherrard, huh? But uh, it's even more beautiful because uh, way better. More, yeah, it's way better out here. There's no uh, no noise. Uh, I am Steve. No meth. Eh, there might be some math. Yeah. <laughs> there might be. It. We're not completely in the clear. <laughs> we, we haven't found it yet. Trickles over a bit. <laughs> uh, we got a uh, we got a nice little packed uh, studio next to me is uh, Austin Chandler. What's up, boys? Guest Ross, hosting. Guest hosting. Yes, Ross Bigger. Right guest on. hosting. Guest hosting. Man, Team Rostin in the house. Tank intern Tank. How's it going? Hey. And uh, we're at Kurt's house. What's up? And you're here, Kurt. I don't get an introduction. Just well, my house. I mean, dude. We're, like, we're not going to do this. We don't got to beat that to death every episode, okay, by the way. Fine. Yeah, we're at my house. Everybody knows the podcast studio is right, my house. Fine. Thank you, though. Kurt lives in the studio. This is his home. <laughs> like, I'm tired of hearing it. I can't imagine people listening. They're like, back to back, Steve. Sorry, it's still. We're here at ATA show in Louisville, Kentucky. <laughs> every episode for 17 episodes in a row. Dude, at least it's not Des Moines, Illinois. That's better, actually. It's more fun. <laughs> the podcast is presented by HHA Sports, HHAsports.com. You can go there and use code WCB15 if you have ever wondered about getting into a single-pin site. We highly recommend it. It's not for everyone. Yep. Ross used to hate him until everybody bashed him for hating on HHA on our show, and now he's a changed man. He's seen the light. I'm shooting him, man. <laughs> he felt that about good. it. 
Um, but yeah, HHA Sports, we love them. Lifetime warranty. Scott Bakken approved. Wisconsin approved. Um, it's just a really cool company. We're really proud to be uh, one and one with them and have them be our title sponsor of our show. It, it means a lot to us, and hopefully we, we help them with a the <laughs> little bit of sales, huh? Maybe not. Yeah. Steve has a story. So instead of just telling our ads and, and trying to sell you shit, we figured it would be more fun if Steve had a little bit of story time off the cuff, off the top, like like a freestyle rapper here. Can't be a Christmas story? Yeah. Oh, Ooh, I like it. Yeah, interns it got some ideas. Damn, <laughs> you're making your way up to replacing me. This probably airs just after Christmas. Maybe I'll air it before, but uh, yeah, we give us a nice holiday cheer story. All right, man. I wish we could have got like some like sleigh bells in the background. We're okay. not prepared. No, we're not. You do your thing. Don't worry. This is, that's how off the cuff we are. It was the night before Christmas, and all through the house, everybody was looking for their Leopold binoculars because they knew they were good boys and girls for christmas yet they were hoping that that big box would have been that scent crusher closet <laughs> yeah <laughs> Dude, I, I don't think you rhymed i was trying to keep going. Going. Yeah. Yeah. don't worry about rhyming all right so all the good little girls and boys decided you know we've been really good this year and if we don't get that scent crusher closet we'll be just just happy to sit down on some thermos seats and have a nice hot cup of Hunter's Blend coffee. Okay. All the while. Not bad. We open our presents. And little Timmy. I got to tell you about little Timmy. Little Timmy's a stud. <laughs> he got his first HHA site this season. And he already put it to work. And he sent a victory through his very first deer. And his father was so, so proud of him that next year. He got him for this this year. For next year, he's going to be entered in the North American Whitetail Championship. Use code WCB25. Use code WCB25. I said it. You don't have to say it. (laughs) Holy fuck. Come on. And (laughs) And And while little Timmy thought he was good, little Timmy's dad was even better to his wife. So guess what she got him? She got him a Lone Wolf Custom Gear DeQuisto Series Hang On Stand. Use code WCB. And guess what? Next year for Christmas, by next Christmas, this whole family will all have their deer back from Old Barn Taxidermy. That was a beautiful Bam. story, man. Whammy. That was beautiful. Okay. There it is. Spread Thank you for that. Merry all Christmas, right. all our happy holidays. Whatever you celebrate. If you don't celebrate any Hanukkah? holidays, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, whatever you celebrate. Or you just right. want to drink alone. So it's <laughs> been a week <laughs> since Steve's um, new segment, and it's now a hot dumpster fire. And uh, that, <laughs> that thing's just burning down with some coals. New segment, Flash. So we got five minutes. Here we go. Not every episode, but most episodes we're going to do this. We're going to try it out. Let us know. If you hate it, you love it, you want to hear more, throw some topics at us. This is the new five-minute unpopular opinion topic. There's five minutes to talk about it. We start the timer. When the timer's up, we're back on with the episode. This week's episode, we did an Instagram story. It was a pretty popular one, mixed reviews. The topic is making the devil horn rock on hand sign in your trophy photos is disrespectful yay or nay time starts now i personally think i don't know if it's disrespectful but i feel like it's kind of a bad look to the outside the 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 non-hunters the people that were they should see our photos as being respectful and well presented and that we're showing respect in a time of taking a living animal's life we're, we're appreciating the moment and not necessarily being like rock on over a dead animal when we should honor that animal at, at its fullest extent. That's my take. I'm not saying it's disrespectful. I'm not saying it's necessarily not disrespectful. 
That's just my opinion on it. Anybody else got something? See, I think the only way you can pull that off is uh, immediately when you release the arrow, you will yell, fucking Slayer! Okay, that doesn't apply. <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. What, do, what uh, do you think, Austin? Yeah. I feel like you got I, something. I always enjoy throwing the devil horns up, but I never do it in a trophy pick. It's always, like we said, with our buddies when we're having a good time. I got them fixed. You're good. We good? Um, so, yeah, I'd never do it in a trophy pick. Like you say, you want to you wanna honor that animal. And for outsiders looking in at our sport, I don't think it's a good look for us either. So I'd have to side with you on that one, Kurt. Ross, I feel like you got something just ready to come out on this one. Yeah, I, I don't know. I For me, I've never put – I've never thrown up the devil horns on a, on a trophy pick. But, um, yeah, to your buddies, yeah, that's that's it's different. Or Like in your group – in like a group photo yeah, or, or a group photo or a, or a you know – a quick Snapchat to your buddies. Hey, he's down. I've been hunting this deer so hard, and yeah. it all came together. You know, it's different. But like as a, as a the public or somebody is going to see that picture, or you're going to hang that picture on the wall and in the house somewhere, you don't throw up the devil horns. But uh, I I don't I don't think it's disrespectful. I don't think uh, I, each individual is different. You're kind of you know? indifferent on it. Huh? You, I mean, I re, I'm, I'm back and forth. I don't want to see it all the time, but. And then I see it, and I'm like, ah, no big deal, whatever. I just yeah. don't want to see it all the time. Cameron, what so. do you think? I'm kind of with you. <clears throat> I don't think it's disrespectful, but uh, there's a lot of other ways to show your excitement. It just seems, I mean, with non-hunters, they're already like, oh, why are you smiling over a dead animal? Now you're throwing up right. the rock on. It's like, like where, where's that weird line of posting yeah. on Facebook and everybody's going to see it? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's, but also yeah. too, it's like people are like, well, that's hunting. That's what we do. It is. Yeah. How, yeah. how, how rock and roll that. do you have to be all the fucking time? You know, yeah. to, to me, it's like then what's going to be different than if I shoot like a monster fucking buck and I do the little circle game thing? Well, you can't. That's racist. But I don't like know you what do, that is, but you know uh, the circle game where you're supposed to look oh, at the circle. And now it's here, here's my thing. I think um, if that's kind of what you do, I think you know. Each person's their own individual. Like you can do your thing. Yep. Um, maybe keep that for maybe post like a, a cleaner photo to put on to represent like, hey, I honored this animal. Yeah, I took yeah. its life. Like <clears throat> I worked hard to get this. I know, I know like the excitement and and all that can can make yeah. people do some dumb shit. Um, not necessarily dumb shit, but just stuff that you just maybe not have thought through as like well as you would have like later on. Um, maybe you know take those photos, but keep them between you and your boys, or hang it up in your hunting camp, or yep. or whatever. I don't know. Um, <clears throat> That's just my take on it. Yeah, we could be completely wrong too. Let us right. Know. Let us know. We uh, we I feel like we wrap this up good. We have a minute and forty seconds left, and uh, let us know, listeners out there. We appreciate it. Right, and what do you think? Do you think it's disrespectful? Does it not matter? Let us know. We're gonna try and do this. I think like a five minute little segment's fun, and we killed this one at just a minute and a half. Boom, Boom. done. I don't know. That was fun. I think those are those are interesting, and I feel like we're gonna hit some topics that are gonna. We're going to hit that five-minute mark and be like, oh, shit, I want to keep. Nope, you can't. Five minutes is up. We'll talk about it later. So yeah. It's over and done with. If we have to do an episode on it and we'll get some listener calling shit later on down the road, if it if it creates that much buzz, then we'll do it. If not, uh, yeah. then it just stays here. Right so, on. Kind of fun. Well, thanks, guys, for all yeah. coming. We have Austin Chandler and Ross Bigger guest hosting tonight in place of Doug and Eric. So appreciate you guys coming out last second. Yep. No the, problem, buddy. They're doing family stuff. I don't know what they're doing. It's uh, We're getting into that Secret. Christmas time. Yeah. So, yeah. Before we do get on to the episode, uh, the vet shout-out uh, for this week, I did actually want to do a vet call-out. It's a good buddy of ours, Chris Roger. You know, want to thank him for – Chris yeah. Rogers. want to thank him for his service to this country. Uh, he's down in Missouri. Now, the reason I'm calling him out is uh, we've known him for a while, and he sent us some goodies. He's been a long-time listener. Long-time listener. Great dude. 
Now, the reason I'm calling him out is uh, Chris. You saw we posted the schedule of where we're going to be for trade shows. I haven't seen him say he's going to come out and see us, and he hasn't come out to the shoot. So, Chris, are we going to see you? Do I got to put him on the <laughs> on blast like that? But yeah, do it. Absolutely. We're thinking about you, Chris. We are. We, are. Uh, <laughs> we I just, missed you. We need to see you. <laughs> I, ha- I happened to see something he posted the other day. I'm like, dude, I haven't really like talked. Because we, we talk frequently. And, uh, you know, again. He probably got tired of hearing you, so we faded out. He's like, I don't yeah. know if I really want to meet this dude. <laughs> probably. I, mean, I don't blame him. Again. I can't either. Actually, Chris, we get it, man. <laughs> we get it. We get it. We just want to th- thank him for his service to this country again. Uh, we appreciate everything you do. And, uh, dude, we hope to meet you in real life. Like, um, that's – we. we, we we love everybody. We love all you guys for tuning in each and every week, and we love our vets too. So, uh, fuck yep. it, we want to meet all of you. That's some okay. point. Okay, here before we hop in this episode, I have to go grab a bottle of something real quick. Ooh, okay. I'll be back. Okay, so you. Guys, I think right. I know where this is going. Carry on, boys. Oh, boy, we'll yeah. take a <laughs> take a pause for the cause here. For uh, let me uh, let me keep talking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, 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 I was I was gonna try and do like a stupid ass commercial too, like uh, did uh. Buzz have, I, have I told you guys I've been taking a daily regimen of Buzz Brackfan? <laughs> and by daily regimen, that's six anal suppositories <laughs> every day, man. That's, yeah, that's dedication. Yeah, man. you got you got to get a doctor's note to be able to take that much time off of work. Just Does to your go. employer know about this? Yes, they do. Um, they, they actually they're the ones who told me to go to the doctor and, and take my Buzz Brackfan. But I have been taking it uh, very regularly, and it's. It's doing its job. It's helping. So, yeah, go see your doctors or uh, just uh, have a good buddy of yours who won't bullshit you. Uh, recommend Buzz Brackafan for you. So I have to um, give a big thank you out to at, at Instagram. I'm just going to shout his Instagram <laughs> handle out. Public Land Andrew gifted us with a bottle at the Wisconsin Deer Classic in Madison. Um, Weller, the original weeded bourbon, Antique 107. Um, Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey, 107 proof. Single barrel, hand selected for Southern Illinois, barrel number one forty three select. Apparently, this is a really good whiskey, and we deem this our kill bottle. I'm not a whiskey guy, but I do feel like this is worth a pull around the table here. Um, we don't have to do it right now, but I'm going to set it here to do sometime during this episode. It feels good to be tagged out, boys, <laughs> <laughs> for two years in a row. Jesus, I. I'm pretty pumped about it, man. Uh, pretty pumped about it. Um, man, there's animals dying, and I got no... That turtle is fucking dying, I'll tell you that. <laughs> no, man, there's a lot, there. of, a, lot, a lot of season left, bro. A lot You're of season there. left. I got a lot of days off here. You want to try and make another bet to try and save your turtle? Because I'm really doubting. Man, going to double down. Do you have know. a second No, because then, then my dog's going to be up on the line next. <laughs> you guys like, dude, we're having hound backstraps. You guys ever had dog backstraps? <laughs> They're delicious. <laughs> to save your turtle's life, you have to kill a buck bigger than 155 inches. Wowza. Damn. That's steep. At what point in my life? Because that turtle's going to live forever. <laughs> the day of recording. This is not the day of launch. Obviously, it's December 18th, <laughs> the day of recording. Steve, you have like a month exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you, there still is hope. You gonna agree with that? Or? I don't want to kill your turtle, but if I have to, I will. <laughs> Damn, 155. Oof. The hunting only gets harder from here too, because it's miserable to be out. Hopefully, you got standing beans, boy. Uh, no, I got standing corn. Uh, they took the beans out. <laughs> Might not be so, bad. Mm, yeah, you never know. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna check it out this weekend. And uh, oh, I'm just saying, week? I should have cut out that clip from Illinois Deer and Beer Fest in August. When you got a little cocky in front of the crowd that was surrounded the booth, <laughs> I forgot when everyone here. could hear you through the loudspeaker, <laughs> then you said, Kurt, I bet you I kill a bigger buck than you this year. 
And Ooh. you said that if you kill a bigger buck than me, you get to raise, you get to marry my wife and raise my child. And I said, okay, well, how about you make a bet on something that can actually happen? And I said, okay, if I beat you, we have to let your turtle go. And Eric wants to eat him. Eric, all of a sudden, Eric, wants, Eric wants to let it go straight into a crock pot or a can cooker. And <laughs> God damn it. Can cooker is really going to keep us around after that fucking one. And Steve realizes quickly that his mouth is writing checks that is – Physical abilities can't cash. <laughs> physical ability? Is it mental or physical? I, I, as long you as it's not mental. You tell me, bro. I don't know. When's the last it. time you were in the woods? Mm, Sunday. Yeah, you're lying. No, I so, was not. I heard, uh, dude, I fucking, I'm in the woods, like, Sunday, and, dude, I hear this fucking giant explosion. I'm like, what the fuck was that? Thinking Mark might have been home, because he's tagged out. He's like, no, I didn't hear shit. And it came from, you know, over in his neck of the woods. It was fucking loud. Anyone have any input on that? Let me know. Yeah, I'm sure somebody will have a great guess. Uh, dude, I, I have no idea. I don't think they were fucking... They don't were, try and change the subject of your turtle dying. <laughs> your turtle's dead. The fucking thing's dying. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. I think We're going to filter that thing through clean, filtered water for a week or so, mm-hmm. and then yeah. we're going to throw them in a crock pot. African long ear. That's what's... Uh, side neck. That old side, side neck. African whatever. side neck. Hey, hand me a piece of that side neck. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Yeah, dude, I think it's dying. Best. You know what I might do? I might marinate them in some Weller whiskey for the first Ooh. week. Real, really filter them through. <laughs> Put a little bit in the pan and just pan fry them. That's a good idea. It's hard sear on each mm-hmm. side. I wouldn't waste a Weller on that though. We'll get. We'll bring something. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, hey, we'll soak yeah. them in <laughs> Windsor Canadian whiskey. Oh, there we go. Since damn. the broad you were dating on. when you got the turtle was Canadian. <laughs> damn, bro. You know, Fireball's Canadian, right? Well, it's just gonna make it mean. I don't want cinnamon turtle. That just sounds disgusting. <laughs> cinnamon pulled turtle. We literally haven't talked oh. about anything of value, but I wanted to. I wanted to bring up that that build up, um, so people knew where we were at. Um, what happened? Uh, yeah, I had that episode. What would I, what would save Steve's turtle at this point right now? Um, he has to kill a buck over 155 inches. Um, yeah, that's it. Really, I mean, he's got to yeah. make that happen. Shit. You were going to try and throw no some pressure. side wagers at me, I feel. You you threw up early before the show. Like, what if I kill a turkey? Can he live? Yeah, I'm thinking about it. I don't Definitely know. Definitely not. He can't. He can kill a unless beard. you get a turkey that scores 160 inches. Yeah, if it's got like a 17-inch beard and two-inch <laughs> two hooks, then we'll think yeah. about it. Yeah, yeah. Fucking slob. <laughs> I don't know. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll let the lawyers decide. Maybe, uh, There's no maybe, lawyers. Here, maybe here in a couple, of, couple weeks we'll, we'll, we'll figure something out. I, I think that you think I'm kidding about your turtle. When season closes, I'm getting that turtle. <laughs> what if he's dead? What if he disappeared? What if the aliens get him? My turtle ran away. Sorry, Kurt. It was meant to be. <laughs> he ran away. What I thought about oh, doing was just getting into your house because I know it would be easy. Um, or by then I might know who your roommate is. And then I really have access to that turtle. <laughs> you might want to think twice about this. Yeah, no. <laughs> All like, I'm saying is if you have to have consequences for shit that you say. And if you don't beat me in this bet that you made so cocky in front of a crowd of people at a trade show to try and embarrass me. Bye-bye, old African side neck. Damn. <laughs> so so it's, it's like that? You know how much sympathy I have towards a reptilian? Not a lot, man. Okay, and then when the reptilian overlords that run this fucking government hear this shit, no, then and you're... Bye-bye, bye Kurt, too. Real, recognize this real. <laughs> And uh, they know that if I'm going to take one out of Savage's ass, they'd be like, oh, he was a real one. So <laughs> They're going to they're gonna spare Kurt the fucking feds, the fucking uh, – Jesus. <laughs> so, right, we're, we're going down a wormhole. Um, I will have access to your turtle, just to let you know. And I'm not kidding when I say 
that turtle is going to be eliminated if you don't pull through on your end of the bet. All I'm just saying, somebody has to pay up on a bet. Let's, just, let's lower it. To, yeah, Eric hasn't got his tattoo yet. <laughs> well, we turtle, need to talk about that. Maybe, that is a way over a year. This is this year's bet. Don't change the subject. Uh, maybe the turtle should get a Ross? tattoo. <laughs> 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 I was gonna. I was gonna try and swing for for Steve here. Believe it or not, but I'd say one thirty five or better would still be. That wasn't the bet. All right. All right. Wasn't the bet. Wait, how did you? Fine, let's take it back to Eric still has not gotten that. <laughs> Damn, Ross is going to bat for me? What the is fuck is going on? he feels guilty for yelling at you on every other podcast. <laughs> I do, I do. <laughs> no, I don't feel guilty. <laughs> he fucking enjoys it. <laughs> Wait, Shut up, Steve. Right, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Kurt, how, Kurt, how did you come up with 155, by the way? Creepy is dead. <laughs> oh, <laughs> is what? Creepy is dead. The oh, story, the boy. book is closed. The saga? The last page in that book is R.I.P. Turtle. Damn, is that what, is that the first thought that crossed your mind when you waxed that fool? I shot him. I saw the arrow hit him. I was like, that turtle's fucking dead. <laughs> <laughs> After a three, what, two? How long has it been? It's been three years. Has it been three? Let's take it all the way back. Let's yeah. take it all the way back to the beginning. Yeah, okay. So the first, uh, this is going, yeah, this is two years ago. So it's really not that long ago, but it feels like a long time. It's a long time when you're thinking about one buck. It is a long time, yeah. Like a three-year legacy is long. Not as long as others, but uh, like what other people have had, but it's still a cool story. Uh, two years ago, I got pictures of this deer. And my wife, uh, Sam, had just started. She she bow hunted that year, um, wanted to get her first buck. And we got pictures of this like weird, squiggly rack, just weird-looking dude. And I showed her, I'm like, oh, this guy is kind of strange. Like, not a big buck. Like, really, it could have been one of those deer you look at and forget about. And But he was just so weird. I'm like, look at this freaking thing. He's weird as hell. How old do you think he was? That was two seasons ago. Yeah. I would say two, but part of me thinks he could have been three based off of, uh, I mean, well, looking at him on the ground. Yeah, looking man. at him this year, he looks like a, a five-year-old. Yeah, right. He was four, if he was four this year, he's, he's a giant four. Oh, mm-hmm. man. Giant four. Um, Ross, you saw his body. I mean, do you think he was five and a half? I, I, I would guess him from what I knew, I would guess him to be four and a half. But, man, if he was four, he's just, I mean, like I say, he's a stud. I just, he's got to be five. With the, with the mass he's got. I mean, his, what just, was his one base? Wasn't it like six? Six inches. That's yeah. hard to, I mean... You don't see many four-year-olds with six-inch bases. Yeah. The, the teeth, it's like it, it's on the line. Yeah. He could be either way. Yeah. Yeah. It was. It's like one of those tough ones. I'm looking at him like, eh, from here I want to say four, but from like the top looking at like just, you know, how just how you age it. I'm like, oh, man. I don't Make, know. It makes you feel better if you convince yourself he was five. It does make you feel better. I would say if he's four. He's still little, not passing that deer, dude. No, no way. <laughs> he, he was a little tattered. For a four-year-old, I'm and, and to see what what pictures that you sent in the in the group chat at at one point, yeah, of him two years prior, like didn't think that deer was going anywhere. Well, yeah, as, so, as freaky as he was, it was like, hey, he's probably just a, this goes like he's kind of the perfect example of like people throw that term coal buck. Yeah, it's like he's not. Then you could be like, oh, cold because he had shitty genetics, and he didn't really have much. Like, he didn't even have much for tines, but he had like a really weird wavy rack. And so what happened was two years ago, 
I was walking through the woods. It was, and I had a couple trail cam pictures of him, but like it was nothing noteworthy. Like it wasn't, he wasn't really anything. Like I was kind of like, oh, he's kind of cool. My wife knew about him. He, she's like, oh, that'd be cool if that was my first buck. Kind of, kind of something like that, you know? And, uh, and he looked kind of weird. His rack was weird. His, his head had a weird shape and his eyes always looked really blacked out to me. And then, uh, I was walking through the woods and I look up about 30, 40 yards in front of me, maybe a little further. I see this buck walking around. I'm walking like stealthing through. And this is like first week in November ish after having some trail cam pictures. And I just kind of joking around went, and this deer looks and he's like coming to me. I'm like, holy shit. So I pull out my phone and like Snapchat it. I remember that. And I wish the Snapchat showed how close he actually was. It kind of does. It never does, but it never does. But he came close. He's like walking head on to me. I'm like, oh, that's that weird little buck. Like, mm-hmm. and so he gets up to me. He gets probably eight foot from me, and he's looking at me, and he's like acting like he still wants to keep walking. I was like, hey, that's close enough. I didn't. I didn't know what he's gonna do because I thought something was wrong with him. Yep. So I was like, hey, that's close enough. And then he, like, stomped, and he, like, looks at me, and I'm like, get. I just kind of, like, get yep. the fuck out of here. Because I'm like, young, running buck. I think something could be wrong with this deer. I'm not trying to get gored. <laughs> yeah, no shit. So I didn't, you He's know. already funky looking. Funky yeah, looking. Like, something's, something's wrong. So after that <laughs> encounter, I thought about shooting him, to be honest. I was like, I might shoot this fucking thing if he keeps coming. Because this is weird, yourself. you know. Yeah, like, you know. It's like a weird situation. You don't want to get your ass whooped by a two-year-old. Dude. And uh, <laughs> That's <laughs> just cool when you look back on it, though. Like, he knew you were there and got to interact with you. You guys were eye to eye. You guys yeah. were eye to eye. Yeah. And then you get to finish him off two years later. When you look at that big picture, that's pretty badass. That's super, awesome. super trippy. Kind of yeah. out there. Like when, yeah. like I'll think about it like by myself and I'm like, damn, that is nuts. Do you still have that video somewhere? Oh yeah. Yeah. I'll post Fuck. it. I'll post it. Um, after that happened, I sent that to a couple people and like, of course I saved it and showed Sam when I got home and I'm like, this buck is weird. Yep. Like something's got, I thought he was an inbred for a while. Honestly, mm-hmm. I did. I didn't know what to make of him. He, Cause after that and how weird he looked and yep. all that happened, I'm like, that's just weird. Yeah. So I was like, hey, he's got creepy looking. So I was like, oh, he's creepy. That's creepy. The buck creepy. Right on. Yeah. So then yeah. honestly, I was going to say what, so after the, so we, we kind of jumped ahead when we talked about this encounter and then we yeah. talked about how big he was dead, but yeah. well, what happened in between? I mean, what happened around year? So after that encounter, after he got the name Creepy, and then he was just a little buck, I was like, oh, he kind of, maybe I'll see him again, a little creepy. And I saw him a couple times after, rutting around, chasing deer, like just on, one on the other end of the property. I'm like, ah, oh, Creepy's over here. Like, Creepy's everywhere. What the fuck? You know? And because <laughs> he's so recognizable. Goofy bastard. I'm like, oh, maybe I'll find his creepy little sheds, you know? He's real weird. <laughs> right. and I never, creepy little sheds. <laughs> and, and I never that's did. A, out of context, that's a uh, that's a fucking wild reference when you're not talking about deer sheds or antler sheds. And uh, you no know, sheds. It's a fucking nightmare zone. Um, <laughs> but you can't have sex with bones. It, it was kind of like one of those things where I sort Fuck of... out of my life. <laughs> I sort of forgot about him a little bit, but it was kind of like, oh, yeah, that weird buck. Like, one of the Snapchat stories I have is him down in a creek, and I'm up in a stand, and the caption, like, you know, you type type your little text on it, it says, that weird buck I have on cam, yep. and it shows him kind of just milling around in the creek, drinking water and whatever. Yep. Um, and that, at, at that angle, that was still when he was probably... Two years ago. Two, still two yeah, years ago. This, two was, three. this would have been before I had this head-on encounter yep. with him. I remember that video more than... I, I, do, I remember both, now that you remind me, but yeah, yep. that... But looking over him when you're in that stand, 
down by the creek and he's yeah. kind of milling around. Yeah. He, I mean, he just doesn't look like. Yeah, he's not nothing. He's nothing to remember, right. honestly. Like, besides this rack was kind of weird looking. So, sort of forgot about him. And then uh, I'm always a late starter to get trail cams out. And I had some cell cams out. And last, it would have been, this would have been last year. I got some pictures of a buck that I'm like, holy crap, that's creepy. Like, he was now uh, a buck with a good-sized body on him and a buck with a pretty good rack on him. Like, something to where um, most people would be thrilled to shoot him. Like, he, he actually had tines. He was a good eight with just character to his rack. Real wavy rack, real wavy tines. And I got some pictures of him late summer. Maybe I can't find them if I have them. Maybe some pictures like throughout the year, a couple like super sporadic. Oh, I do have a couple of velvet pictures of him. Yeah, I'm curious um, to see how he'd look at velvet. I'll some hard horn pictures of him from last year, and then it was just kind of like he was gone. Oh, also I bucked out November third, so then I was like not investing in that area, and I was do- I was done. I couldn't hunt anymore. <clears throat> right, I wasn't going to kill just another buck, out. so I kind of just did. You know, Sam was pregnant at the time. I, backed out and kind of hung out with her and just did shit podcast shit family shit and uh found a shed uh his i found his right side and i was kind of like holy shit there's creepy shit like i didn't it wasn't <laughs> like necessarily going into target to look for it where i found it, i was like oh that's kind of cool like i'm just looking for sheds found his shed so did it turn into a treasure hunt at that point or you're just kind of like eh, whatever it's just yeah i'm like oh, it'd be cool to find his other side yeah like, is that what you mean like yeah go yeah. find are it you, are you gonna find the other one yeah or? oh my i might add that i didn't see him at all last year hunting so you didn't see him one time not but one then time you found a shed not one time but then found a shed but did you and you looked hard and couldn't find the other one i looked i could not find it no yeah um it was actually in the open in the grass like laying there mm-hmm. like if i if i wouldn't have just looked at at the right angle, I never would have saw it. The, he's, the tips of his tines are chewed off. Yep. Um, but it, without a doubt, it's creepy. I can look at a trail cam picture, but oh, that's a shed. You know, like. There he is. But from that time, from those pictures to the shed, I forgot about him. I was tagged out. It wasn't like at the time he still wasn't like real heavily on my radar because he was just getting to the point where he was like a good buck, you know, or what I thought. Hey, if I see him, I'll shoot him. Is what I thought in my head. Yep. Without actually seeing him on the hoof. From so where I, you shot him, how far was that shed? Not far, honestly. Um, as the crow flies, he probably died in the timber 100 yards. Oh, damn. No, from where yeah. that yeah. shed was at. When you, yeah. Now, when you hunted last year, based on where you shot him this year, did you ever hunt the area that he was in? Because when you saw him two years ago and you didn't see him at all, I mean, were you in that same area, or was that just kind of an untouched? It was in a spot that was in between, kind of not really. Like, yeah, he could have been there. It was real close, but knowing what I know now, I was just outside of what I would consider his regular home range oh yeah gotcha because you were tagged out you were like i'm not getting that desperate to where i need to start making moves to different spots he had a favorite spot on the farm like you were having encounters getting pictures finding sheds everything was kind of all in this one isolated area well what's well what's funny about it is what pictures i did have of him last year which i didn't have that many was i was on knowing what i know now i was on both ends of what his home range would have been um, and I, and I'm assuming 
as he got older, his home range tightened up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's we'll basically bring us into like last summer. So like summer of 2019, um, I get my trail cams out late, like I always do, especially on this piece of property. I just I am. We're doing shows and and. And, you know, I just had a baby in May, so I wasn't, like, I wasn't able to get my trail cams out in June. And then the shoot. And then, yeah, we did the fucking two shows in August. Yeah. 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 I didn't have trail cams out until after Deer and Beer Fest. God damn. Yeah. I don't think. Yeah, it was after Deer and Beer Fest. It was like, I was going to do it that weekend, but I was like, oh, I have a show. And then it's just a lot to juggle, you know, with everything I had going on. So I got my trail cams out late. I have one picture of Creepy of in 2019 with the rack that he has when I shot him in in September in daylight. Super kind of sporadic. I have another trail camera way across on the other end of the property. Um, and I have, actually, I have two pictures of him uh, with the buck, the other buck I shot this year. Really? Like his buddy. They're together. Mm. Together. <laughs> That's pretty cool. <laughs> Which didn't really realize it until... After I killed that first buck, yep. I was like, holy shit, Like that's him with Creepy. Didn't really realize. I'm not a guy that checks my trail cameras every four days. So a lot of this shit, I'm like putting the pieces together a little bit after. Right. Yeah, so, do you love ruining fucking friendships? What? Man, I'm a fucking turtle. We're friends. You're ruining that friendship by fucking eating them. I shouldn't have fucking made the bet. It's your should fault. Have been standing <laughs> you killed your own turtle, <laughs> should bro. Should have been standing there. Should have been standing there. <laughs> Brett screwed Brett. So, um... But I was never in, like, his home range. So I was always like, dude, he's so sporadic that I don't know where he's actually living. And there was a spot where I'd never sat before. I'm like, and I I would, you know, Sam gets to hear me brain, like, think out loud when I come home, you know? Like, I'm just, like, downloading all my frustrations under her. (laughs) So I'm just like, God, he's got to be over here. If he is there, I don't know. Or he's living on the neighbors or whatever. I don't know what the fuck's going on. He was kind of the deer you were thinking about. I mean, you'd had some pictures of some good bucks, but this was probably, I mean, if you had to pick a hit lister out, this deer is going to rank up there pretty high for you. Yeah, with uniqueness, the history, all that. Like, yep. And now he's big. And like one I, that you have one killed at this point. Yep. And and if you've got a pick or had your pick of anybody. It would be him. To tag out on, it yeah. would be him. Because Absolutely. you had the most history with him. 100%. And Number I did. One. I passed some pretty good bucks. You know, I passed uh, a pretty good 10-pointer that I put on our Instagram story. And yeah. I had a lot of messages like, damn, that's a pretty good buck. And after you walk through, I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, it's a pretty good buck. <laughs> Should have shot him. And then I actually drew back on two other bucks after that um, and passed them, which is hard. Because once I draw that little redneck on my shoulder, it's like, wax him, wax him, you know? <laughs> oh. So Once I, you draw back, it's a lot easier to just pull that trigger than it is to let the bow yeah. up. Yeah. So yeah, The angel's like, eh, just make sure it's a good shot. I have my mind right, though. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I yeah. shot that other buck. Like, he's a real good buck. You, super pumped about him. But you hesitated. Right. I, I had my mind right. It was kind of like if you, I needed a, I needed a no brainer. Yep. I needed to see that no brainer buck come in. Um, so I was just kind of chilling. Well, then it would have been like Black Friday morning. I was out and I'm sitting there and I got some does. I'm like on the edge of like a bean field and a little hay field. Um, I can see a long way, and I have some does come out in this hay field and they're kind of doing their thing and. Then I have this buck. I'm just glassing at random. And, like, with I'm looking through the loopholes, and I'm, I'm kind of just scanning across. And then it's like, oh, there's a buck. You know what I mean? Like, he was just in the frame of view. And I'm like, oh, okay. And it happened to be the buck I drew back on uh, previously yep. and, and let down. And he's a younger deer. Real good buck. Broken G3. Like, um, he's going to be a good buck in the future here. Um, so maybe he'll be – maybe that's the next story. I don't know. Yeah, but um, he came in. He was acting all weird. 
like somebody just like kind of kicked his ass or something. His fur was all rustled up and just acting weird. And he was the first, he was the first deer that came out into the open that I could see besides those does. I just got glimpses of, and then he kind of walks out into the field away on the other end. And he's like looking a certain direction. And I look back over at the does that are to my right. And I look back to my left and he's gone. And I'm like, where the fuck did he go? Like, I couldn't see, like, where, oh, there he is. He went out that way after a doe where he's trailing. I don't, he just vanished. I'm like, I don't know where the fuck he went. He was out in the middle of this field, and he was just gone. So he must have bolted. I don't know. Yeah. And then, like, ten minutes later, I see way out in the other field, <clears throat> actually kind of over where I parked my truck, I see this buck moving from my right to left. And I'm like, oh, man, that's a good buck over there. It's probably, oh, that might be the same buck I just saw spooked off, and he ran over here. Here he is coming back. And I looked through the, I looked through my binos, and I'm looking. I'm like, oh, man, that's a good buck. It's a, it's a ways out. Keep in mind, I haven't seen Creepy in, in the flesh at all this year. Um, and this is like November. I mean, it's right after Thanksgiving. Yeah, Black so, Friday. Yeah, Black Friday. And I see him. I'm looking. I'm like, oh, shit, I think that's Creepy. I can kind of tell by his body. He has like a real recognizable like shape to him. Like even without antlers, I could pick him out of a crowd. Um, and I'm like, oh, what the hell? I was like, man, if that's a 10-pointer, that could be a booner right there, man. And then I look, and I'm like, holy shit, it's creepy. What's funny about it is where I had my truck parked, he was walking, like, right up to my truck. And then as I'm glassing, it was crazy. Does are popping out in my field of view, stare, like, laser in his antlers, you know? <laughs> so and what he did, he just came out and bumped all these does and bumped them all around. There was two other little bucks. I didn't know where they all came from because I was so focused on what yep. he was doing, I don't know where the other deer came from. And I've never seen this many deer in a field in my life. Like, Perfect. And it was just weird. Like, I was like, where are they Black all coming Friday. from? <laughs> yeah, it was Black Friday. Yep. He comes out, and he's bumping does around. He's bumping little bucks off. And I'm like, this is crazy. Like, I, I wish I, in a way, I kind of wish I would have saw where all those other deer came from. Because it was like they were just in the center of the field. Right. <laughs> but I was just so focused on what he was doing. They could have just walked right underneath me. I never would have known it, you know. <laughs> and, uh. So he comes out, and he's acting like he's going to go away. And I'm like, ah, I'm going to try and groan at him. It's the first time I've ever seen Creepy. He's elusive as shit, but I saw where he came from. Yep. Nah. And that's what gave him away. So I'm like, fuck, that's where I thought he might have been. And then he came out, and I threw a groan at him. Kind of looked interested, forgot about it. Started walking, looked again. And I'm like, oh, he's he likes it. He's feeling froggy. And uh, <laughs> Leap of my lily I mean, pad. he was obviously like big man on campus you know like right. bumping every other deer around and, and so, he's got them all around him he doesn't have to yeah so then i'm like man you know what sometimes you gotta throw the fucking kitchen sink at him man like you gotta try it and looking back i wish i wouldn't have done this but it's like hard to say that you know Ooh, boy. <laughs> throw a snort wheeze at him and he's like kind of hears it and looks and then he sort of goes back to doing his thing and i hit him again boom looked hard and i'm like oh shit like he's not liking that mm -hmm. kind of go relaxes a little bit and i hit him with just a heavy one and then boom stiff legs turns around just starts stiff leg in my direction and there's another little buck in front of him that he like kind of ran my way and that buck comes underneath me and goes past me and he's coming to me and i'm like oh shit here it's coming but i'm like oh fuck He's circling downwind, which why would he not? Doing right. what big bucks do. Doing yep. what big bucks do. And in hindsight, I'm like, he's in the open field. Of course he's going to go downwind. Uh -huh. What are you doing? Oh, but fuck. on the other end of the table, I'm like, 
if he would have came right in and got the you know wasn't he could have sprinted right at you and I could have shot him and it would have been good and I wouldn't even be saying what I'm saying right now right yep. comes in he gets to sixty I range him he's chilling there looking he's looking for a, a buck movement of some kind look yeah. yeah looking for movement sixty yards he's chilling I'm like don't shoot him at sixty hold on keeps coming well now he's going I got to split my tree and he's going and he's he's working his way downwind where I can't shoot him. And he comes in, he's at 35 yards, he's head on, and he has me locked. He's lo- he's now looking at me in the tree, oh, and he's damn. pinned on me, and I have my <laughs> bow in my left hand, and my release is on my D-loop. You're and in a staring contest. It's a staring yeah. contest, and you are going to lose every time. Yeah. And I'm like, well, this is fucking great. Just close your eyes. For, you know, <laughs> I did too, actually. I squinted my eyes to yeah. think it would fucking help this big blob of a human. I do it every time. I don't know why. He's but. like, man, that looks hey, like man. a human, but I can't see his eyes. So Anything I'm you fucking... can do that might help, you got to do it. <laughs> I'm up there like, he's probably like, he's probably like, isn't that that fucking jerk off that I almost stabbed a couple years ago? Yeah. That's exactly what he was thinking, I think. You know, yeah, I'm up there like, familiar. <laughs> come in, like a fucking idiot. You he's know? like, he didn't kill me two years ago. So, he ain't going to so fucking you, kill me now. So you did. You, you, you added again. No, not no. why he was staring oh, at me. Okay. <laughs> I was say, that's I, a fucking bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off. But Let's no. see if this pays off for him. <laughs> yeah. Ross is about to kick I'm your like, ass. Whoa, 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 whoa. You, you did what? Oh, no, I'm not that, I'm not that big. Ross just hangs his headphones up and walks the fuck out. He's like, god damn. Listen, I'm an idiot, but I'm not that big. Of, okay. I, should, I shouldn't have called out him in the first you place. You did the same him. thing that everybody would have done. Yeah. They see yeah. their number one hit lister. He's out there. You call at him. You get his yeah. attention. Unfortunately... Nine times out of ten, they're probably going to circle downwind. And I knew it, too. And, that's what and I knew it. Yep. And I knew it, and he, and he did. And once he had me pen, I'm like, well, he can smell me. He's now can see me. Um, and this this is a different location or the same location you killed him at? Different location. Okay. Um, this is where I killed my first buck. Okay. So I'm like, okay, bust me. Of course, I knew it was going to happen. Boom. Blew out. Did he blow? Or well, not he... at first. He ran over into the timber. He went 20 yards in the timber, and I can kind of see his back, and he blew like six times oh, on me. Perfect. <laughs> and those are the deep ones, too. Like, yep. <laughs> yep. You can feel the power that that's his spot, and yeah. he's saying, I beat you. Yep. And Were I'm you like, just thinking about grabbing your fucking lifeline, just hanging yourself right then and there? I honestly got down. I pulled my shit and got down. Because <laughs> um, he went into the woods, and this was like, you know, this is the break between shotgun season. I'm like, I just, I'm not going to fuck around and get down. I'm going home. Yep. My hunt's over. I backed out, backed the fuck out, honestly. And uh, I didn't want to push him to the neighbors. So I back out. I'm like, well, I'll be lucky to see him again, you know. But I saw where he came from. So I think what I did, I think you called me after, yeah. I think it was that morning. You said, well, you had your encounter. He yep. blew at me. I'm like, man, you, you've either screwed him up so bad that he's on the neighbors or he's just bumped a little bit. You yep. know, maybe he'll come back out and feed again. And then I think yep. you, you went back in again fairly I, quickly after. What I did is I took the custom gear set up, did a hang and bang on where I thought he probably came out of. And it was like, for some reason, the tree I picked, and it wasn't on the field edge. It was like every, it was like I was waving. You ever seen those deer, or the, not those deer, those blow up things at the, at the, like the car sales lot where it's like, <laughs> yeah. it's full of things. That's what I felt like I was doing in the tree. Cause like every deer was like, yo, 
What's that guy doing over there? Like from like forever away, I'm like, how the fuck? It's just sometimes they can spot you. Yeah. I don't know what he's, it is. Yeah. Is he selling hot deals on used arrows? <laughs> what the fuck right. is this guy doing? Is he selling old Cavaliers or some shit <laughs> with a catalytic converter removed? How so the fuck this would see that guy. So this would have been on Saturday. This would have been uh, that afternoon, I think. Yeah. Oh, I, so I, this all went on in the morning, and then yeah, that afternoon. I just tried to make a move. Like, hey, yep. he's in there. I'm going to try and make a move, try and catch him. Maybe right he's going to go You're back. You're not going to hurt anything. I mean, he's got to run back he's home. He's either going to come in shit. or he's not. You know, you've already bumped him that morning. So, <laughs> yeah. yep. So, what yeah. I did was put a cell cam up, hunted that, came back, hunted the morning, didn't see shit. Just had very stale sits, sits that didn't feel like a 10 out of 10 to me. Pulled the set, got out of there for just basically let this sizzle down. If he's in there, and I don't even know for sure, let let them all chill out. Had a uh, went let the week go by. Second shotgun season in Illinois, firearm season. Second firearm season. Um, my wife has a work Christmas party like Friday night. We go there. Of course, I'm wasted. Don't go. I didn't plan on hunting in the morning. I wanted to go in the afternoon. I have my cell cam out. We get back to the house. Bing! My cell phone cam goes off. Creepy daylight. Bang. And this is a week later, oh. a little over a week later. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, that's him. He, he survived. He, he's survived into second shotgun season mm-hmm. at this point. You know, he survived first. Um, and Sam's like, bless her heart. She's like, man, I feel bad. Like, I feel like you could have been there, but, like, you had to go to my work Christmas party. Like, and I'm like, yeah, but, like, I was so hungover. I'm not going to, like, I wasn't going to go anyway. And and I never would have known to just go in there, you know. And, oh, because it, it was in the morning. Or, this was the afternoon. This was like two in the afternoon. Oh, and you, I, I got you. I got you. So okay. I'm like, okay, okay, and I got to make a move. And I'm sick now. I get sick from being up, and just for some reason, I can't win this year. So I get up in the morning, hunt a different spot. Don't really see anything. I get down. I go. This my lease is like an hour from my house, um, roughly an hour. I come all the way home. I feel like shit. And I know Creepy was there the night before. I feel like shit. I come home. I take a shower. I take a like scent crusher soap shower, all that. Ozone, all my shit. I'm sitting on the couch and eat. And I'm like, I do not feel like going back out. Like, I just don't feel well. And so what I did was I took a, what's that medicine that gets y'all amped? Is that people like make meth with it? <laughs> oh, fucking, no, you took fucking, uh, oh shit. You got to have an ID to buy it. The fucking cough syrup shit. <laughs> no. Coding? Like- no, no, not Cody. Oh, it's, it's a pill. Adderall? No, it's a cough <laughs> medicine. It's for cold, not. Oh, ADHD? it's over the counter shit. Yeah, but you can—they only let you buy a certain amount of it because I guess. Oh, uh, Sudafed. Yeah, it's Sudafed. Yeah. Sudafed. Yeah. I don't know how true that is. I just heard something. Yeah, no, that. you have to have like an ID. I'm like, just you like speaking buy so bullshit much. out my mouth. So I took two <laughs> Sudafed, and I'm like, this will maybe help me. And I drank a a fucking stiff glass of Hunter's Blend coffee. And I'm like, nice hot Hunter's Blend coffee too, you know? And I'm like, this is going to get me to, like, so energized that I, I'm out of my feeling like shit, you know? I have to move. I have to move around. Like, I have to go. So, and it worked. My skin itches. It worked, yeah. Like, I was scratching sores on my neck. And then. <laughs> so, then, y- y'all got any more of them daylight photos, creepy? The Dave Chappelle when he's Harold Bigham. Yeah, yeah. That's y'all, what Kurt wore out the, the Y'all fucking... got any more of them daylight photos? Yeah, that's so perfect. So, what I did was park my truck. I, I'm, I'm no bullshit. It sounds like a, it sounds like a sales pitch. It's not. I packed up the custom gear stand, put the four full, I'm running four full length sticks, put it on there, put my backpack on, packed in, went to the same area that I thought he was coming out of, um, not far from where I got the picture of him, found 
one of these shittiest trees, and I'm like, okay, this is going to have to work, you know. I get it up in there. It's one of those trees that comes up, and it just splits three different directions right mm-hmm. out of the fucking base. And yeah. Now, can we stop for a second? Yeah. You're picking this location because, number one, your cell camera is showing you that he's coming out right there. But you also seen him come out right in this general direction. That first, your first encounter, yep. basically, you caught him coming in from this exact point. So this yep. is why you're picking this spot. Yep. And it's kind of a guesstimate. Like, I don't know for sure where he popped out of. I'm just... I'm just trying to think, like, it was the area that I didn't never had a trail camera in. I never hung a stand there before. Like, it was the the topic of conversation when I was at home, like, thinking out loud to Sam, because she hears most of, like, my strategy, because I'm just, we like... We talked about it. That's why I'm bringing it up, because yep. you had... You're acting like you're guessing and checking, but you're doing exactly what you should have right. done. I mean, you've seen the deer come from there, so you knew he was bedded close. He's entering the field right there. You put your yep. cell camera there. You've seen him doing it on the cell camera. Then you hang and bang on him. Yep. You so, your, yeah, thank you for forcing me to like elaborate yep. more. But what did uh, Mark Drury say? Your MRI, your most recent information? Exactly. Well, it yeah, was no. basically what it was is not being lazy and, and having my stand and using my stand for what it's designed for. It was a it, th- that stand is the bullet in the chamber that you got to get out there, pull the fucking trigger, get in there and get it done is what it was. So, yeah. Um, Play the wind. I went in. in. Yep, went in. And talk about how awesome that stand is for getting in a nasty tree. Oh, dude, dude, because I've been using it all season. I just, it's amazing. I can't believe it. It's, it's one of those stands. It's like guys that talk about the weight of a saddle. It's like, (laughs) it's, it's not much heavier than a saddle setup and more comfortable. Yeah. So what I did, I got into this tree, a little rougher tree. It wouldn't have been a tree with any other like bullshit stand I would have chose to yeah. sit in. Honestly, yeah. like honestly, it wasn't. Um, I went in there with easy cuts, um, and I carry those ratcheting easy cuts. Oh, dude, those I, things are fucking I amazing. Um, so I get in there, get settled in. I have, since it's like a tri- uh, triple split type tree, I have my backpack hook. So like my knee is kind of touching my backpack the way it splits, and then my bow is hanging right in front of me because I had hung hang and hunt there before, and I didn't feel good about it. it felt stale like, in that area, you know? And I was like, man, I want minimal movement, and I want to be able to just. I like a tree hanger. Um, I know I can use the the custom gear bow setup in the in the platform. I like to have it where I can just reach my hand out six inches and grab it right there, and it's good. Yep. And it's not on my platform. Yep. Um, that's just my preference, my personal preference. Um, so I have some does come in, and I'm like, okay. And I was looking for a tree to hang and bang in, so I kind of did a little half circle walk around, and they were right where. I walked and they kind of smelled where I walked, but they didn't like bust and they kind of went the other direction and they went and bedded down. So I'm like, okay, well, that's kind of cool. Hopefully that they either help me and they don't fuck me up <laughs> by, you know, whatever. And I didn't even know what, what for sure was going to happen. Then like a half hour later, I looked down on this bottom and I see a body standing there and like from with the naked eye right away. I'm like, that's creepy. I can tell by looking at his body, put my binos up. There he is. He's down the bottom. He's working his way the same way those does went. And I'm like, I'm getting nervous, man. I'm like, oh, shit. Like, here's this this build up to the story. I, I, I'm hanging, banging here. I'm getting in on him. Don't fuck this up. 
And meanwhile, you're keeping everybody in the loop because you're sending snaps yeah. as this is all happening. So, like, everybody knows yeah. you're yeah. in the tree and giving us live action yeah. as it's coming. Yeah. So, Pressure's on, buddy. Yeah, hey. everybody's everybody's just waiting on the next snap. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and I wonder I if say, I could go back and find those messages. Actually. I would say go into the messages and, like, the step-by-step. When I was getting these messages, I was so confused on what the hell was going on. Yeah, so I'm messaging <laughs> in for listeners, the people that are listening in. We have a... A Facebook Messenger group called the WCBOGs. You've heard yeah. us like mentioned before. It's just a group with like the close, close, close circle. Um, that's where all our like locker room guy talk happens and deer hunting talk. <laughs> it is. That's what it is. Yeah. A lot of shit talking yeah. in there too. A lot of shit talking. <laughs> you know, bust each other's balls, but oh, also yeah. like we bounce advice off each other and share shit, and it's kind of a cool thing. So yeah, I'm kind of like, hey, spotted him. Well, he's working his way to me, and I'm like, in my head, I'm like, dude, calm down. Like, you've killed big deer before. Yep. Let him do his thing. Come in, breathe, and kill him. Well, then uh, he's going, he's going, and there's like a steep hill there where he'd pop up on top of this little ridge I'm at, and he does. And he walks, he sees the does, walks towards the does, starts busting these does all around, and I'm like, oh, shit. And this is December 8th or 9th, something like that. And... um this is the second shotgun tin, so I'm wearing blaze orange, mind you, and I'm hunting with a bow in Illinois, so which, mm. you, which you can do, mm. um, which is even like it, it, it's just an it's another damper on your like good mood a little. We bit. We kind of call yeah. that long dicking it, long dicking it, <laughs> yeah, long, long dicking dick it. it. Okay, just being cocky, just being cocky, <laughs> just hanging this around. Shit's too easy. This big old piece on him, huh? So he pure bump, long Richard in it. He elongated Richard in it. So he's bumping these does. And I have my binos, and I'm like, because it's a triple split tree, I'm leaning way to my left and, like, kinking my neck to, like, look around this tree, you know? So I see him bumping these does, and I'm trying not to lose him because he's in the hardwoods, and I lose him. And I'm like, shit. And then I find him again. I'm like, okay, there's his back. Okay, he's, there's that doe out there he's bumping. And then all of a sudden, it's just like everybody disappeared. And I'm like, I don't know where they went. They could have went down. It was like a steep ravine and then a big hillside and then another field on the other end. Mm. And I'm like, man, they must have went down that ravine and popped up and went out on the field on the other side. I'm like, fuck. And I think I even messaged in the group like, he's gone. Like, he, they left. So I'm sitting there and I'm like, damn it, man. Maybe they'll come back. Like, those does wanted to come this way. I met, He wanted to come this way. I imagine they had to come back out, you know? So I keep looking around. Like, I'm just dead set on trying to see him again. So... And most people probably would have given up on it. Like, I was looking and burning holes through my binos. I'm like, I don't see him in there. Come on, show up, man. I want him to show up so bad. But in my head, I'm kind of thinking, I'm like, well, now I know he's bedded in there. Because he popped up. I guarantee he got right out of his bed, and that's when I saw him. So I'm like, I got him nailed down, you know. Yep. So I know what area I need to be in now. My assumptions are right. <laughs> and then, um, I don't know, half hour goes by. I'm, I don't know. The, my my time layout of this whole night is kind of fucked up. I'm sitting there looking, kind of leaning around that tree again, looking, and I spot part of a rack. And I'm looking, I'm like, holy shit, he's bedded right there. He's bedded, he bedded down with the does. Mm. He's, he was laying with them the whole time. That's why they disappeared all of a sudden. So I'm looking at him, and he's, for a while, he's laid up like a dog with, like, his nose tucked into his back legs, laying there. How like, far was he from you? Oh, I would say not even a hundred yards. No kidding. Yeah. Now, not to back up too far, but yeah. you were feeling like shit. You came over here. You hung a set. Yeah. Like you. Like get I was in the physically spot. sick. Yeah. Yes. So everything, all that's going on. And did you say something about like 
the farmers rolled in and started combining a field just down off the bottom? This was a little later, yeah. A okay. little later. So that hadn't happened at this point yet. They were picking on the other end. Okay, I got you. They, uh, I think they must lease a bunch of ground because they were actually on other ground. Okay. And um, so, yeah, I spot them bedded. And I'm like, holy shit. Like, th- now I know where he lives. Like, 100%, he's in here. He got up. Maybe he saw those does get up. He went to check them, bedded back down with them. Like, this is his area. Like, I thought. I hadn't been in this area. I didn't know to go to that area. You know, I I, I just don't fuck around everywhere to fuck around there. So, right. it was kind of like, oh, it makes sense. That's why he's here. And uh, So, there was nothing about this area that when you first looked at it, you're like, yeah, I got to get in there. Well, I always like always thought it'd be a cool spot to set up, and I always was kind of around it. Yeah, like it wasn't like I, you know what I mean. Like I've been in the area, I've shed hunted it, but I was always on the fringes of this area. Yeah, and you were kind of taking the uh, Clark uh, approach, where like, yeah, you don't just go fucking straight in; you kind of hunt yeah. everything around it. I was feathering a little, you know, and I got the right information I needed to to make yeah. a move. You know, I I was actually hunting the field edge, and you know that's that observation. It observation that turned into an encounter that gave me more information, you know, it's yeah. kind of how it laid out. So he's bedded there, and I'm like, I can't believe that because I've never had the experience, like, hunting a buck. Then all of a sudden he's bedded. It was just weird because I thought they were gone. So to be like, oh, my God, he's bedded was kind of kind of shocking, you know? Yeah. And um, so he's bedded there, and I kind of, like, let everybody in the group know. I'm like, oh, my God, he's bedded here. I don't remember, like, how I worded it. But then uh, – then I see the does get up, and then he gets up, and they work their way down this ridge away from me. And it's three does, and then he's at the back, and I'm, and they're walking away from me, mind you. Like, and I'm like, ah, here he goes. Like, but I know where he's at now, so I can make my move. And I'm already thinking, like, well, how do I get back on this deer? Mm-hmm. So they they're working their way out, and it's a it's a south wind. They're walking into the south wind, expected, right? The does come out in the field. The big doe that he was dogging the hardest was the furthest out in the field. They're like 100 yards out. And I'm looking at him in the woods. He pops out into the field. And it, he, he pops out, and he pops straight out like the uh, – like if he goes left, he's walked away from me. If he turns right, he's walking towards me. And I'm like, well, those does are going away from me. They're going into the wind. Of course, he's going to go into the wind. But he wasn't dogging him hard. Like, I could tell he might have been losing interest. Didn't really know. Couldn't call at this point. Like, at this point, I'm like, anything could fucking happen from what's happened already. <laughs> yeah, no it shit. just really shows how unpredictable these animals are. So he steps out, and he's eating. And the does keep working south, and he starts eating more in my direction with the wind at his back. And what's then he feeding on? What beans, big beans. beans, yep. Okay. Um, they run a case combine, so... Um, tons of losses. And, uh, <laughs> Easy now. Easy now. Easy. <laughs> tons of losses, which is good. So you're saying he should have had a new Holland, is well, what you're saying, right? Well, that, that's why Austin kills such big deer is because the losses are so because high. Because he's just dulled the, the grain right off hey, the ass. Hey, I'm going to keep running red if that's the case. Hey, <laughs> hey, 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 it ain't poaching if you're running red. Listen, if you're a deer hunter, buy a red <laughs> machine. If you're just a farmer for, yeah. for money, buy a green machine. Um, yeah, that's what I meant to say. Not poaching, but bait. It ain't baiting if you're riding red. Or when you open your field, just close your sieve and chaffer down, spit everything out the back for the first row or two. <laughs> Pro tip. <laughs> Pro tip. Pro tip of the week. <laughs> so he's eating on beans. Good God. And, like, the does are working away from him, and he's now working towards me. And he's at 100 yards. I ranged him just to fucking see. <laughs> and uh, not that I thought about it. But he's working my way, and I'm like, holy fuck, is he going to leave those does, walk with the wind to his back, and come back? 
it, it was the direction he was wanting to go before he saw those does and went their direction and hung out with them. So he starts coming my way and he's milling, he's eating. I'm like, fuck, man. Let's see what he does. And all of a sudden he quits eating and he's just walking and he's coming straight to me. Mm. I grab my bow <laughs> and I feel like I'm like still doing that car salesman blow up doll thing in the tree, you know? Like I feel like I'm doing that with the blaze orange on and all that. You just don't feel like you don't feel stealthy when you're wearing blaze orange. No, you, you don't. Know? You feel like you're just waving that flag up there like, yeah, yeah, come get me, you know? So he's walking towards me. I slowly grab my bow, like the slowest I've ever grabbed my bow. And I'm sitting there and I'm at the end loop, like at the end of the field where it curves around in a U shape and runs back to the other side of the you're field. You're in the deep neck of that. Deep neck, yep. yep. And I was like, okay, he's, he might walk around this bot, this edge, which I don't know why he would do that, but I thought he was going to. So I was expecting him to come in my opening. I had two openings because I picked a really shitty tree for concealment. And he curved around. Well, he didn't curve around. I thought he was going to. I was getting ready to draw, and he went straight into the woods. So my other shooting lane, which is right by where I had my bow hanger. So right away, I looped my arrow around that other third split of the tree, draw, have a split in two trees, and he's right there at 12 yards. And I went, because I had to stop him there, I was like, otherwise yep. he was gone. So you barked at him and just thank God he heard it because I didn't do it loud. Yep, it was just like, right. like real subtle. Yep, heard it, looked. I squeeze. I'm shooting that Longhorn hex. Squeeze off, hammer him. He takes off like a bat out of hell. I just hear thrashing, 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 thrash, and then I'm like listening because he went into the timber and I don't hear anything else. But in my head. Because of the angle I was at and how close he was and all that, the shot looked high to me. And I was like, oh, fuck. Did I hit him in the shoulder? I didn't know what was going through my head. I call my dad. I call Austin. I call Ross. I, I make the calls. Huffing and puffing the whole time. Huffing and puffing, <laughs> freaking the fuck out. Just pumped. And at this point, after I calm myself down, I think about it. I'm like, well, I did hear a crash. Yep. I don't know was all happening and then you know sam knows what i'm in there to do she knows i'm in there after creepy at no, last i think i messaged in the group was he's gone or i spotted him better or something i don't remember so i'm like well i have daylight i'm gonna get down really quiet and i'm gonna just i could see my green lighted knock run off in him because air didn't pass through him i couldn't tell how much penetration i got it's so much adrenaline going on you were worried yeah. about him being quartered in too hard and getting in that shoulder i said well get down and see penetration's yep. going to tell you everything you know if yep. you got more than eight inches you're you're probably going to get him exactly yep so i get down and i was walking real quiet and i see my lighted knock is really just maybe 15 he, he laid it down so hard after i shot that i found my arrow broke off like probably half my arrow maybe maybe a third of my arrow was was on the ground and i'm looking and i look out and this now it's pretty gray outside um and i look up and on the hillside where i thought i heard the last crash i just see white belly shining dude and i'm like oh my god (laughs) and i'm like i'm like dude just like the build up to this buck and like the way that all worked out of like seeing him and seeing him bed and he's leaving nobody's coming back oh shit he's going this way no he's not oh fuck he's right there wham and I call Sam, and I'm like, Creepy's dead. And Sam's like freaking out, and I message the group. I'm like, he's dead, and everybody's freaking. And yeah, I there, just, there honestly, was that. Isla did a backflip right out of her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, Steve's I remember. turtle's like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> he felt it like the turtle, like, as soon as that deer got shot, he just like looked up like. He tried to drown himself, <laughs> and he realized he was a turtle. He went on his back. <laughs> and then he realized he was a turtle. Dude, I, I remember, like, I... 
I thought like uh try to jump in gas or something. <laughs> Dude, I remember I was like, so I was out hunting that time, and like I, I feel my phone, like someone's like fucking calling me, and like I thought like right at that moment, I thought I seen a deer. I'm like, oh fuck, here we go. I put my binos. I'm like, now it's nothing. And like, what the fuck? Who is calling me? And I look, and it's like a fucking video chat. And I go, oh fuck, Kurt just killed creepy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah can we talk about that? Well, let me walk up to him though. So I oh, see okay. him, yeah. and I had to like, dude, there was a wash out there. This dude cleared the wash out. Like, I didn't see him jump. I, wa- You know, when I shoot a deer, I'm buried on him to see where they go. And he cleared this washout without, like, jumping. Like, that's how hard he <laughs> was laying <laughs> down. And it was a washout. Like, if you put your truck into it, you'd almost put your entire truck in. Oh, fuck. And he, like, like almost, <laughs> like, like levitated across it. it. Just jotted right across. Yeah, so I had to loop around and, and get him, and it was, like, dude, the craziest feeling. You yeah. didn't hear that whistle like one of those Nerf footballs when they're jumping through the air with that hole in them? The Dude, it was, it was close. Like, it <laughs> was one of those. I just felt like I did it, you know? Like, yeah. like the pinnacle of like what you do. As, you, like, what we're, especially when you pick out a certain buck, and yep. you know that that's the buck you're after, and you make the yeah. move, and you put the arrow in him. In my opinion, there's no higher high in the whitetail woods than to do that yeah. exactly it's like, i don't care what the score is man you set right. your mind to that deer yeah. all the history it's like yeah, yeah. If, you see, if you knew a chick in high school and you don't see her for a couple of years like yeah she wasn't nothing you see her at her bar like man she's really hot and the next couple you know year later you're drilling her you know it's just like damn dude that's probably how they had to feel Probably That's, amazing. So to bring the house down with that analogy. Yeah. <laughs> something like that. Someone like that. Someone you, wouldn't really, that you wouldn't really know what that's like. No, but. I don't know either of those feelings either. <laughs> I, know, I know what it's like to look at pictures and be like, oh, if only. No, but I know a guy. <laughs> nah, so, nah, nah, yeah, know. so what I did was I walked up on him. I, of course, took the moment in. Like, it was just like, because at this point, I was starting to become obsessed with them a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, more just like in my head, like the whole buildup and um, – I don't know, just kind of like crazy. You get a truck camp picture of a deer right away, you're thinking about them. Well, with that you encounter know? on Black Friday, that's I mean, what like, stirred me up. It's so like, bad. hold on now. Now I want this deer. It wouldn't really have been bad. near as amped yeah. up if it wouldn't have been for that. Yep. Like almost like if, like if we hunted together, yep. it, it was to the point before that situation that it wasn't really such a noteworthy thing. It's like he might live there, he might not. Right. You're just kind of like, hey, I'm going to go hunting, and right. hopefully I see something good, and then that encounter happened, and that sparked the fire. Right, and, and then, then like I, you're thinking about the boom. neighbors, and then and then part of it, in my head, I'm always thinking, like, where's that deer right now? Like, where is he, and what is he doing at right, right now at this moment while I'm at home and it's dark? Where's he eating at? Where is he coming out of bed at? Like, that shit just fucking drives me nuts. Like, if you think about it, it's like, <laughs> what do they do? What do they it's do? amazing. It Welcome is. to the world of hunting one buck. That's it'll drive you <laughs> yeah. nuts. But when it comes together, man, there's nothing better. I learned so much from it too. Like it really forces you to evaluate. I mean, imagine hunting one doe. Yeah, I mean, impo- it almost seems impossible. It, it seems unattainable. You know, I had a target um, doe. It was a three legged doe. I got on camera. I'll have a sip of that uh, Weller. It's a celebration. Is it, is it good. It's a celebration. celebration. It's, just... <laughs> it's wrong. Put some hair oh, on your chest. I, I seen three glugs out of that. <laughs> it's awfully stiff. It's a little stiff. <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah, I did that group. I yeah. So I tried to call the OGs, and uh, apparently Facebook allows you to do a group video eight. call. Eight. I thought people. that was Snapchat. That is it? it. No, it was a limit of eight people. Yeah, oh, I yeah. tried five times. Eight people. That's it. That's I tried all, to. I tried to is. answer it, but it was just. 
Yeah. There were so many people that got on there. I was like Black Friday sale. Well, I've never I've <laughs> never been in a situation where there? I've had a buddy I've had a buddy in the tree giving me live updates as things are going on. Right. <clears throat> and I think the last message was Creepy's leaving, he's going away. Yeah. And then like twenty minutes later I pick up my phone and it's your number and it's like four o'clock. I'm like, Well, I know what happened. Uh, <laughs> I picked it up and sure enough you put an arrow through him. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's what Sam said her mom was over actually. Um, which is cool because her mom has like a an appreciation for kind of what I do now in a different way than like she ever you know because she had no yeah right no right. way of knowing any of this like She's what come to learn how amazing this right because Sam's over and Sam was like she saw my number come across she's like Kurt's calling it's daylight out he's hunting oh my god Answer, <laughs> <Creepy dead>. yeah <laughs> either well, she had he had to have killed him like or either that or it's like or either the, the, either he fell off a tree and he's calling or he killed the fucking hey, right. it's one of the two yeah. it's one of the two either way your night is about to be really interesting yeah so um yeah dude i don't know it worked out it was amazing um i drug him out of there finally got him out and then took him back and ross met Met me at the pad. We took some nighttime photos. Yep. Um, luckily, I have some woods in the back of my house. And then... Uh, I wasn't able to do any daylight the next day. No, but Dana Pace came out and took some killer daylight photos. I mean, the oh. nighttime photos were amazing. Um, show, he, he's just... I mean, to break down Creepy, he's just a brute of an eight-pointer. He, is, um, he has a split two and a split three on one side. Yeah. Um, like real wavy rack, heavy bases. Heavy deer. Yeah. Six um, inch on the one side and five and change on the yeah, other. Yeah, almost six on the other two. Crazy buck. Yeah. Can we backtrack to something we didn't uh, talk about, that the arrow shot? Now, when you shot him, you were a little nervous, and then you found him. What ended up happening with the shot? Was it Oh, was it like absolute? the most the ultimate of double lungs. <laughs> so it was like, <laughs> it, oh, shit. It split. It like basically split one lung, like like the longest gash in the lung. Yeah, like it was just it was a textbook double lung shot. Yep, it, it was just in the moment, you know. Like yeah. I'm looking for that pass through clean double lung. I watch him fall right there. Yeah. I mean, honestly, it was just some trees blocked me from seeing him fall. Yeah, um, you know, I I was standing not far from where I shot him at twelve. I was probably twenty yards from my tree, and I could see his belly up. So. Yeah. It was uh, it was crazy, man. It was fucking nuts, to be honest. Like it, it's one of the coolest hunts, probably the coolest hunt I've ever had. Absolutely, and especially with this hit, the history you have with yeah. him. And yeah, it's wild out. That shit just spark. Yeah, the history within like one encounter. You're like, fuck, that's it. Like, let's go get him. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like you, it's amazing how one a deer you have kind of trickle history with, and then it's there, but you don't really acknowledge it, and then all of a sudden... It's like, whole oh, One really good encounter with him, you're like, yeah. Now, let me... Something like that can uncover a lot of clues if you if you really, like, break it down mentally. Yep. And then it's always, like, you always question yourself, like, you don't really know, but, like, the best you can do is, like, this is the information you have. Yep. If you can apply it and not be afraid to go after it, you can capitalize on minimal information to kill a good deer. Because they're not going to give you a lot of information all the time, you no. know? No, no, can I ask what you can get. Can I ask this? And I don't want to sound like super sales pitchy, but if you didn't have the setup that you had, that custom gear setup where you knew that's an easy hang, it's, it's easy to get into somewhere and set up right then and there and go hunt, do you think you would have killed this deer with any other setup? Based I, I, based on what you did, but but you with having the confidence of knowing that's like okay, I've used this shit. I know I can get somewhere. I, I'll fast. say that I always kept, I always keep a stand locked and ready to go mm-hmm. for shit like this. I would say it wouldn't have been as easy as easy, and it might not have been as quiet. Looking back now, for how close I was to where he was betting, where he came out of, and I mean, he, I saw him bedded. You know, 
So I and you were already feeling like shit. So to go to the woods and dude. know that you would have to screw in each individual yeah. step or a or, sta- or a system that wasn't designed to pack in, it, it would have been much more. That of, would be of my absolutely. sales pitch for the system. Like Kurt likes to hang stands. Kurt hanging stands. Geyer was your nickname. Yeah, I'm the same way. I like to hang stands. Yep. You can do it with an old heavy forty dollar stand. Uh, how quiet you can be with this thing is the selling point to me. I mean, you can literally go up a tree with deer. You can watch deer as you're putting this thing up yep, exactly. and get into the tree. I've Tank done did. it mul- multiple yeah, times this too. year. Yeah. Two bucks right in front of me. I mean, 40 yards. I set super, this thing up. Yeah. <laughs> super quiet. You get your system down. You go. You shimmy up the tree. You're up the tree in 15, 20 minutes. I'm not going for speed. I'm seeing how quiet I can be when yep. I go up. And Which is more important. This, yeah, it's... Uh, it's pretty hard to beat this system. I would yeah. think that's like the biggest thing um, in success. Like I was, it was, e- it was easy to walk in. I wasn't clanking and clinging and all that and hanging. It was just streamlined. So, but no, dude, it's crazy. You know, got them out. Um, told the group and immediately people were like, "Hey, I'm coming over. I'll meet you. I'll be at your house when you get home." Because I had quite a bit of drive from my my property. Got and, a little uh, crazy. Yeah, get home and back him up. And Sam and I came out, took some pictures, and dude, just kind of I drank. Trevor brought me. He met me at the house. Brought me a twelve pack and Hannah. <laughs> Hannah's awesome. Trevor's daughter uh, made me some cookies and brought them out for celebration. Oh, she's cool, she's man. due for a podcast. Yeah. Actually, her and Allison need to come back to the studio and do one. Yeah. So then I basically just drank some beers and stared at them, and then uh, propped <laughs> them up in the Ranger and took some daylight pictures the next day and stared at them <laughs> some more. And I will yeah. say that uh, uh, I don't know. A, a pretty decent number of the deer I've I've shot and taken pictures daylight and night. There's there's been more. I guess there's been more. Obviously, daylight is the best, but there's been some really cool night pictures. That yeah, I like better than daylight. Of, yeah, of it just depends depends on the deer. Well, the really. night photos. What I like about them is it's like you and the deer are the only thing visible in the photo. There's yeah. not like anything distracting in the background. Right. Like his rack is visible. But you don't want to put a big canvas up in your house of that picture. Yeah. You want like all the scenery and everything around. Exactly. Right. You know? exactly. Well, it's like in the moment. It's in the moment. It reminds me of like, oh, that was at night, like an afternoon hunt. And like that's yep. like recovery at night and dark. got yep. some cool pictures. And, you know, I'm wearing blaze orange with my bow, um, which by the way, I got to add like, that had me feel – it felt weird um, right right when I got there. Tagged him, everything, took pictures of him, tagged. Because I didn't want someone to be like, oh, he shot that with a gun and fucking – you know what I mean? Like something yeah, no weird. Shit. So I made sure like legal beagle, like had it all there. You got to be anymore. Yeah. It's just ridiculous. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I just – I was just kind of paranoid. I'm like, I'm tagging him right now. And like it was in- instantaneous. Like before I yeah. even got to like love on him a little bit and like appreciate him, I was like – Stuck that stupid through. sticky tag to his antler yeah. and called it a called it a day, but I don't know. Still on cloud nine, man. I still go hold his rack. I'm gonna I'm taking him to old barn. Haven't really decided what I'm gonna do yet. Yep. Um, but he's uh he's a 155 inch eight pointer with a split two and a split three. Wicked cool. A lot of uh, mm-hmm. a lot of character that you can't really yeah. describe. I mean, you have to yeah. almost see him in person to really appreciate the kind of deer that he is. Right. Like, his yeah. tines have mass through. Like, I wish yeah. I could score, like, the thickness of his two yeah. threes. <laughs> no kidding. We were yeah. just talking about this. We had the scoring party last weekend, and a yeah. lot of these big deer don't get credit for the character and the mass they have through their tines. Yeah. You know, you can't measure that. Yeah. This yeah, deer, because this it, deer's got a lot of that. It starts out right off the base, and then you, you get your measurement there. But then, like, creepy, he, blow, like, balloons out yeah. in his threes 
His I know. It's just like, weird, man. You don't get any of those measurements. Dude. Someone it's, told me it looked like his rack got hot when it was growing. Yeah. And kind of like sort it of melt yeah. a little. It's bit. funny to think about it. Like that was a genetic trait that was causing his rack to do that because he carried that trait through, yep. I mean, obviously his whole life. Yep. So it just makes you wonder the genetic mm. deformation that he had to make his rack yeah. do that. It wasn't a, It wasn't an environmental factor. It was a genetic yeah. factor. Yeah. yeah. And my, I've never seen any other deer in the, on the, on my lease that has like that same characteristic. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe he might. Maybe Creepy's kids are around. I'll bet you, and you I'll that, shoot that Creepy 2 is going to get shot about three years from now. Yeah. Four years, four years from <laughs> yeah. now. I hope you're right. I mean, that'd be cool. Yeah. Are you, you sending his teeth in to get him aged? Yeah, I can. Yeah. I probably will. Because if the curiosity bug, I mean, it's not like that fucking doe you shot last year that was like 10 years over. Like, yeah. I need to find out how old this I'd fucker take, is. I'd right. take five years old if anybody wants to go against me on that. I'm not. Oh, Lord Chandler has spoken. I mean, I'm just saying, I don't. That deer would be an exceptional mass wise four year old, yeah, in my yeah. opinion. If yeah. he is a four year old, he's a. Uh, Man, yeah, I don't know. I, 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 I would flip out if he was only yeah. four. So what, you think five, Austin? I would say five. You yeah. think five, I'd say Ross? five, man. He's just, Ten? he's got to be. I, I I couldn't come up with an argument of four. I mean, after right. seeing him in person, I mean. And what are, we, no what are we looking back at, like, when, let's considering three when you saw him yeah. before See, and sent those pictures? Like, I, I would have called that a two-year-old buck when we seen those videos. That's what I thought, too. Mm-hmm. But yeah. That's why I was sudden, saying he could be four. So then all of a sudden he blows up as big as he did. But now let's think about what we've had for weather the last few years. And we got EHD and we got a, yeah. a bunch of shit going on that's holding these deer from growing. Well, let, let me tell you this. Two years ago, like when I have the video of him like walking into me, he was maybe 100 inches. That's what I'm Maybe. I, I, yeah. Like, so, I bet you not even 100. I bet you he was 80 inches. Well, they take their biggest jump from three to four. Yeah, yeah. so it's possible that he was a four-year-old this year, I mean, making that big jump. Well, I would say last year he was mid-high 30s. So he made a good jump there, too. Yeah, I mean, yeah. an exceptional jump. Yeah. So yeah. it is very, it is possible <coughs> that he was actually four this year, which is just a stud of a four. Well, if you think from the first year I saw him to last year's rack, the one I have the shed from, I bet you he put on... I bet you he put on uh, 50 inches, 40 inches, 50 inches. And I would say from last year to this year when I killed him, I bet you he put on another 30. Wow. Yeah. So it just goes to show you that, you know, it goes back to that old, like, folklore that, like, once a spike, always a spike. Yeah, there's no or, such thing as a coal buck. Not, yeah. not here. <clears throat> yeah. Not here. <laughs> Maybe in he's Texas. Eating, he's eating Kern. Yeah, Kern burned. Yeah, I don't know, man. He's uh, I'm proud of him, man. He's one of the cool. He's he is the coolest deer I've ever killed, and um, he's just my second biggest buck. He's uh, he's an absolute hammer, dude. I'm I'm obsessed with him. I'm not kidding. I think about it. It's been a week and a couple of days since I killed him, and I think about it daily. I reminisce on it. I go back yeah. and like I watch it. I don't know. I just I'm obsessed with it. Absolutely. Well, and the uniqueness about the sorry tank. No, you're fine. Um, Keep going. The thing about it is you, you kill. You see other bucks killed, and you can kill a big typical ten, or you can, you know something something along those lines, a typical eight. And there's other guys killing deer very similar. Right. You can't match this deer. Like he's just. Yeah. so unique in his own way. Yeah, and yeah. have the story behind it, and it, it just makes yeah, that makes it even yeah. even better because you probably would have shot this deer if you it was the first time you'd seen him, right? Oh yeah, no doubt. Yeah, so no it, doubt. The, the fact that you got to see him blossom into something, it's just it it's wild. And I remember 
the first time that video that he sent me, I'm like, that's fucking one when he was coming up on you. And, dude, it just, you got to wonder, how many other times were you out there hunting that you were just within, you know, within his You know his what? Area? Now that I'm thinking of it, we did a podcast about Creepy last year. Did you? I'm pretty sure we did. I'll have to look it up. Yeah, we need to do the re- do the research. I might have just told a quick story about him or something. Yeah. I don't remember. I mean, we've talked about him a couple times. Can't I mean, remember I, all these conversations. His his <laughs> name has been brought up on this uh, on this podcast. I I know Multiple we've times. talked about him a few yeah. times, and you know we got to go back and and find those. But yeah, it's just it, it it's very cool because you know we've had guys that. You know, have had a couple other stories. Um, I'm trying to think of uh, what's his name. I'm, I'm drawing Dustin a blank. Dustin Speck. Du- yeah, Dustin Speck with that very long history of just, you know, guys that have year-long, near a couple year-long yeah. stories. And it's just, yeah. God, that's going to be such a gratifying feeling. We're like, yeah, yeah. I, I went out there and I fucking did it. And, like, yeah, you, you probably had to adjust your hat a couple times. I, I would say just... My head would be big as shit if I like I had history with the deer and I was like I smoked him, I waxed that fool. I'd be like, oh yeah, but you got yeah. to remember though too, like he just served me a whole plate of smack in the face a week prior. You know? Th- and that yeah. is true, and that's e- and that's even cooler too that you're like, all right, well, you know, now I'm gonna go back after him. You know, yeah, he made he made a mistake. He showed up, looked you in the face. He could have got shot. Then he saw you, and he's like, eh, "I could get shot again." And then it was like, "Ah, third time, dude." dude the time <laughs> you get cocky with whitetails is the time you get served every year. Yep, every single year. You know, you can't. You'll never <clears throat> figure them out completely. It's like also we have these conversations. Like you feel like you know, but then you're just not always sure. Yeah, we talked yeah. about guessing and checking last week. Yeah, when you're an avid bow hunter and you've got 20 years under your belt. You're still guessing and checking every time you go out. It just takes more effort to guess and check. Yeah, you do what you do. You try to pick up a little piece of information that leads into a set that leads into an arrow flying. Yep. You know? It's a buildup. Like, it's not always... And and I think social media plants the seed in everyone's head that's like, from bed to dead. Like, there he's bedded, there he is. You move it. Like, it's, you know, not always that way. Sometimes it is. But it's not always this glamorous... Hunt. Well, people just want to make it a cut and dry thing. It's not. It's, it's not. We talk about situational. Every deer, every situation is different. Yep. Yeah. The more you do it, the the better you get at reading different scenarios. And yeah, you couldn't have played that one any better. Yeah. Right. I mean, he's dead now, and it's like uh, definitely not sad about it. But there's like a little like man, yeah. uh, damn. You, you walk up on him, you're like, well, the chess match is over. You know, now what yeah. am I gonna do? So but, now you got to yeah. build another three year history with a deer. <laughs> there'll be more, man. <laughs> there'll be more. There will be more. It's uh, I mean, you you just only hope. But I will appreciate him forever on the wall, man. Yeah. And, and uh, yeah. you know, he's just one of those unique deer. It's like even when I'm long gone, and if nobody in my family wants to mount, it's like somebody's gonna appreciate that uniqueness yeah. and that white tail oh, yeah. and. And uh, maybe this, maybe podcast will still be around when I'm when we're all gone and when I'm gone, and they'll be oh yeah, the episode of that shit ass podcast to talk about. <laughs> Dude, hey, remember at the, maybe at the like the the fucking twenty ninety Iowa Deer Classic, his mount will be there, and it's like yeah, at Iowa, yeah, I'm sure it'll be ne- the Iowa ne- Deer Classic next yeah. to the guy or buck. Well, because you know it's the Illinois Deer Classic. No, it's gonna be oh yeah, because I forgot that's coming back. I'm just saying because they have all those deer from all around the. Uh, there, uh, who is it that that brings him out? Uh, da, 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 yeah. da. I don't think Creepy's oh, going to fit in with two hundred and thirty. No, but it, but it was it was a legendary tale of 
Not, there's it, like a whole bunch of them. Yeah. No, I'm saying it's a legendary tale. Your of story sucks. Oh, Let's yeah. talk I'm about. Just, I'm just trying to shine. I want to. I'm, I'm just saying. I want to bless a little bit of what my podcast luck that I've had onto. Uh, what's up, Steve? Not you, <laughs> Russ. Yeah. With Sir Don Vito. Don yeah. Vito. I feel like Don Vito is worth mentioning. It'd be nice to talk about him. Just let's a talk about him because so. the creepy book is closed. Yep, couldn't be happier. Yep, you got storyline. Book's closed. Read the last chapter. Now you're looking for the next. What book am I going to read next? Right? Yep, and there's another novel being written right beside the creepy novel. Yeah, novel and or a trilogy? I mean, oh, how old no. is this dear? What you want? He's an old dog, man. He's I don't know. I'm guessing to be seven or eight, one or the other. Yes. Yeah, tell us about Don Vito, Don man. Don Vito. And how'd so, you get the name? Explain Don Vito this year. Don. Okay, so Donnie. Old Donnie. <laughs> old Donnie. <laughs> old Donnie. You're ready for a Donnie Brook. All right. So the last – I've got pictures. I look back to 2000, 2015. I've got pictures of this deer um, throughout the last few years. One picture here or there. Nothing crazy. Kind of kind of like creepy, I guess. You could talk about just not really getting too invested with this deer. He's, just, he's one of those goofy-looking bucks that you don't want to – I'm not idolizing this deer at this point because I know I've got other – Big bucks, like, he, he like was the big a, traditional ten point all American whitetails, right? That I just want to go. I love that all American whitetail. All American, <laughs> yeah. I know exactly what you mean. Too, He's though. a state champ whitetail. So yeah. I'm clean. So I'm just kind of this deer's there, and yeah, I can tell he's getting older, and he's just kind of a scrub buck, like what do you, whatever you want to call a coal buck, but he's not a coal buck. He, right. he turned into a to a dandy. So, um, my. Uh, I, I got three boys, and the two older ones went with me, Will and Eli, went out uh, shed hunting this spring. And I had pictures of this deer last year. Uh, he was, I got, I don't know, I, three or four or five good pictures of him. And he was an old buck, and I really, I thought, man, he's so cool. He's just old, and I'd, I'd like to kill him if I have the chance. And I mm-hmm. never did. And then I took my boys out this spring, and we went shed hunting, and we shed hunted for, like, I mean, like, shed hunting. We got out of the ranger and walked, like, 100 yards, walked back to the ranger, you know. I love uh, you They're, they're kind of talking, like, <laughs> they start complaining. They're like, well, we're never going to find any sheds, and then we're driving around <laughs> the ranger. I'm like, all right, let's just drive the rest of the day. Let's cruise all these field edges. Let's just, we'll yeah. find something. I, I, I promise, boys, we're going to find something. I'm like, shit, I hope we find something. <laughs> right. <laughs> Might have to throw one out and plant one. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> shit. Yeah. Um, Let's go back so, for lunch. Yeah. So then we roll up over this hill out in this back pasture. It's a hay field, I guess. Um, and rolling along the, the right along the fence. I'm like, man, fences are going to be good. I'm going to find something back here in this corner. I've got pictures of Don Vito back in this corner year after year after year. He's always in the same spot. So early spring, like he's just that's his place, that's his home. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, surely he's gonna be back here. I had been through there three days before that, two days before something like that. Uh and I had Will, my oldest, goes, We're never gonna find any sheds and I said, No, I, I'm I'm sure we're gonna find some and about that time I'm like <gasps> right there, boys. We just found some sheds, and I parked the Ranger and shut it off immediately. I, I could have kept driving up, but I was like, nope, we're walking. Yeah. So shut it off, jumped out, and I get the boys heading in the right direction, and they're looking. I said, I said find the sheds, boys. And they keep looking around. They're like, hmm. And they're walking right up to them. <laughs> and 
I said, look at the antlers on the ground. Look at the ground. <laughs> are, they, are they like, like scanning the treetops? Yeah, they're stargazing the whole time. Like, <laughs> so fun, so innocent. <laughs> so then, then finally, he they see him, or the, uh, Will ends up spotting him, and they go taking off, running over to him. And I posted this picture on Instagram, but um, the boys pick him up. Of course, they're they're laying both both sheds laying right in a pile. Oh shit! I mean, right on top of each other. And all the tips are ate off just a little bit. Well, they're so heavy, he probably fell over when he lost the one side. So he yeah. automatically <laughs> smashed the other one on the ground and lost so, it. So this, yeah, so this deer is not. I mean, I, I'm going to be so happy if I can get this deer shot. But he's nothing to like. He's not breaking any records. I mean, he's just yeah. old, nasty. He'd break some mass records. That deer's got... He's got I, some good I, ones. I call those sheds the dumbbells. Those things are freaking Dude, heavy. they are man. nuts. Dude, they're they feel insane. like you're picking up bags of concrete when you pick them up. Like, <laughs> holy shit, dude. We'll work out with these fucking what are, things. What are the bases on those things? Like, sevens? They're both both Jeez. of them. One's over seven. The other one's right at seven. So yeah. Real <laughs> massive. Beer cans. Massive. But, yeah, those, those are like Jeremy Beck fucking rattling antlers. No kidding. So uh, the boys are excited. They pick them up, and, and then that starts to kind of, you know, I've had these trail cam pictures, but I've never picked up a shed. So at this point, I'm like, oh, man, this is cool. I'm, so now Don Vito is number one. Um, he wasn't Don Vito at that point. He was just, this is a cool old buck. Yeah. And I I start, I'm always in Austin's ear talking about all the deer I've got on camera and showing pictures and everything. And and I said, he's just so old and he's got this big old saggy belly. He's just a big old slob. Like, uh-huh. he's, I don't know what to call him. And he goes, why don't you call him Don Vito? I'm like. <laughs> Which we all know Don Vito from Viva La Bam. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. Jackass. So we're. Uh, R.I.P. Don Vito. Yeah, he's dead now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not the buck. All right. He will be. Soon to be. Soon oh, to be dead. <laughs> Hopefully next podcast. So, so my, my Don Vito, he's, he's been, I don't know. I had a really, we could drag this podcast out for another 20 minutes or so, but. Fuck it. Anyway, um, real quick. So I go into the season just planning on killing this deer. He's he's the one I want. Um, I haven't had any other. I've got I've got a few decent bucks on picture or on camera. A video of Don Vito made one of the Lone Wolf uh, Custom Gear Dequisto Series podcast. <laughs> that, there you episodes. go. His trail yeah. cam pictures on yeah, the video. And look at that belly on that thing. Dude, like that he's, thing is he's, a horse. He's got to take short Ow, steps because yeah. that belly is just right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's a fat body. I just want to weigh man. him just to see what he weighs. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever seen a deer that fat. No, he's, he's a thick body, man. He's big. When you kill him. Don't gut them. We had, you got to get like a live weight. Oh, live yeah. weight, yeah. There we on go. the hoof, on the hoof, type weight. Yeah. So he's, um, so he's. I started out the season trying to hunt this deer. I got trail cam pictures of him left and right, and every time I've been really, really busy working, so I haven't had much time in the timber. Uh, I'm known as a late season guy because I don't have time to hunt. Yeah, this is the when you start hunting. It's all coming down. You've been all over him though. Yeah. How many how many dozens or hundreds of trail camera pictures do you have of this deer this year? A bunch. He's Jesus. all over, man. <laughs> Dude, this and, is this is your guy. And yeah. I had encounters with him. Yep. The days that I did get to hunt, like I was on top of this dude. And one night he come from clear across that hayfield where he dropped his sheds. Like I'm in that shed corner right there. So um my mom and dad's house is just right across the field. And 
he comes out clear over from the east out of the another set that i have where i got that vo- video that's on uh oh yeah walking through the lone fence. wolf yeah so he's walking through that gate hole that is to the east of me by five six hundred yards um so i'm like i'm within i'm, I'm hunting a 600 yard radius mm-hmm. of where this deer is at everywhere Oof. so i'm just sure he's gonna it's gonna happen so he comes yeah. out of that draw and cruises the hayfield noses like six just touches on six different does that were feeding in the corn and uh he he comes back into the hayfield he's cruising he comes all the way along um along the fence comes down into this low low spot which leads into a big pond and then he's coming right at me and i'm sending you guys snapchats the whole time like, yeah <laughs> here he, i'm like video i'm snapchatting my video camera the whole time he's coming at me and he comes within 80 yards and pops into the timber and i thought man he's gonna be he's close he's somewhere i i quit even paying attention to the camera at that point i'm trying to just grunt him in or something i threw a few grunts at him um the wind wasn't really good so he could hear me so i, th- I threw out a couple loud ones and nothing just mm-hmm. dried up for the rest of the night so that was my first good encounter with him um then i went clear over the bluff clearing at the bottom by the creek bed and it's a big ass creek but um one morning that's probably been i guess it would have been like seven days after that encounter and i seen him three times within about 30 minutes he kept following the doe in and out in and out back and forth they'd they'd run up into this big draw and then come back out and he just kept following her around and when i say he's running he's not running he's just he's like tripping (laughs) he's don vito running (laughs) he's he's like he's like slow striding hey baby come on (laughs) slow down slower up he's so fat he just rolls down the hills (laughs) (laughs) but she's but she's digging she's digging it slithers so she slows up to let him catch up type of thing oh she's a nice girl he should marry her yeah so she he he's kind of trying he's trying his heart out trying to build this up to a, some epic breed but <laughs> this deer's gonna this is gonna be the only deer that dies of a fucking heart attack <laughs> i promise you baby when i catch you <laughs> when i it's catch gonna you, be so good you're gonna get it it's all you got him a heavy play. breathe on your neck <laughs> so it's uh so I, feel I, for I, him. I had those encounters and then i haven't after that he ended up disappearing and i haven't haven't got any trocan pictures of him at all and then this was right at like i don't know november 4th 5th somewhere right in there so i'm thinking man this is like prime time Mm -hmm. who knows where he's gonna end up so across the blacktop that dives down over the bluff uh i've got that property on the south side of the road what i call the south side um southwest of dad's and he's i i I got a i got three trail cam pictures of him over there and i thought well shit he's he's clear over there now uh, that's a long ways from where you were first having encounters it really was so he's like right there and like the picture i got of him is right next to the two where i killed the 211 he's he's in the hot spot over on that south side yeah and i get that picture of him and i thought this is sweet well that was nice of that doe to let him follow her all the way over there <laughs> <laughs> but, it's a sympathy deal huh? yeah but uh but then my dad turned the turns the cows out on that south side so now there's cattle over there and since then i i backed off of it like man i don't know i haven't got any trocam pictures of him at all and 
uh, just pulled cameras over the weekend, and this is Wednesday now. So Sunday I went through all the cameras and got more pictures of him. Oh, the really? problem was the day I pulled those cards, uh, or actually put that card in, like had re- previously pulled, he was there. And haven't had a picture of him since. So he's he's in the area, and I yeah. think he's going to show back up like he always does. I mean, he's coming home. He knows We're what gonna he's get, doing by now. We got through a rut. I mean, it's going to be that, that January 5th through the 15th or so, that can be some really good hunting. Yeah, if you, that's you your know. time, man. And and I really, I really think, like, all those bucks that you get velvet pictures of, like you were talking about earlier in the podcast about getting your cameras out. Well, I get my cameras out to take pictures of really nice velvet bucks, but then they disappear. Yeah. So then I'm hunting different bucks for the most part. Right. And about this time of year, they all start to come home. Mm-hmm. So yep. now I'm getting pictures of the bucks that I had in velvet, which are some pretty good ones. It's good dandies. And yeah. I really like seeing them all come home and hunt that late season. So. <laughs> right. It makes you feel optimistic about it. I feel good about it, man. I think Don Vito, it's time. It's Don, he's lived his life. I hope that he's bred a little <laughs> if he can catch up. Yeah, shit. Um, <laughs> I feel good about it. I want you to at least bring up Don Vito because we're going to start building some podcast history. Yeah. And that's. I hope I hope it all comes together. So I, my plan is to make it come together, but I just I got to get back on him. So, hey, oh. Steve, you want to make a bet with, with Ross about Don Vito or something? Ooh. I heard, that you, I heard you mumbling over here. <laughs> No, I wasn't mumbling. Nothing. What other animals do you got? Yeah, you got your dog. <laughs> what about your dog's life on Don Vito? Fuck no. I love you might as dog. well. Never I had a it. dog drumstick. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I use a hound dog backstrap all day. <laughs> do you remember in uh, the Hills Have Eyes and that fucking dude with the top hat's like eating the German Shepherd fucking drumstick? Here's the thing. I would never eat a dog. But I would eat your dog because I feel like you deserve to learn a lesson for the bets you make. You're a fucker. <laughs> I feel like your dog would want to be eaten, though. He's just like God. anybody, somebody out there. Somebody just, <laughs> just fucking please eat me. Fucking Jesus Christ. All this dude does is watch porno on TV. And he doesn't even, he just watches the whole movie and then turns it off. He's not fucking even weirdo. <laughs> judges the plot. He's not even watching it. To, <laughs> yeah, he's just watching it. for It's a movie. Number one. And he's putting it the uh, DVD. Yeah, what kind of psycho? <laughs> what, what kind of psycho watches a forty-minute porno and just turns it off and goes to sleep? Good. Yeah. Good. I'm, I'm glad everything worked out in the end. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That tutoring oh, lesson was better than I expected. <laughs> Don Vito will die. Tutoring lesson. <laughs> I hope so, man. It's I. So I really got my heart set on him because it was the first sheds my boys found. So yeah, I'm like, yeah. man, this is going to be cool. I'm going to tie this all together. And he's old and he's big and he's it's just like, he's just a cool buck. And the, Yeah. If you I shoot him, are you going to get your first tattoo? No, that was lost. Austin's supposed to be to get get the tattoo. No, you, no, we're, we were all supposed to get a tattoo. But hey. well, Eric was supposed to get a tattoo hey, and then we this. made another bet. If you kill Don Vito, just get a little tattoo of his rack. That's cool. That'd be kind of neat. That's just cool. somewhere. Just in cursive, like, Donnie V right under. Yeah. Yeah. Like cool. Donnie V holding his sheds that my boys found, but like <laughs> him. <laughs> Fat Don Vito holding the sheds. Yeah, I killed this. We, we can come up with some cool ideas. That's a whole yeah. back piece. Well, cool. I think that's how that's <laughs> a whole back piece. Yeah. That is Shit. a masterpiece is what it is. Well, there we go. Hey, congratulations, Kurt. Thank you, yeah. man. No Stella kidding, buddy. Stella Thank buddy. you. Appreciate it. I, uh, thanks for letting me torture you guys with 
my antics. Oh, no. <laughs> it's crazy. It was good. Close the book. All right. You know what to do. Go shoot your bow. We love you. to go like just full-blown redneck on these fish this is like high-tech cane pole fishing right here from the white sandy beaches to the crystal blue waters enjoy the best fishing panama city beach has to offer during chasing the sun sundays at 9 30 a.m eastern on waypoint tv the destination for outdoor entertainment